You're listening to Daughter Father Dance Podcast. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Prue. That's not proof to me they exist. That's just proof that you believe they exist. Prayer, first of all, it's easy. Secondly, it's effective. The God you love so much made me this way. Hey, hey, listen. That's well, my point. What I'm, you believe. I know, but okay, so what I'm saying is... Amen. Oh, gosh. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode Lucky 13. I didn't mean to leave folks with such a cliffhanger last week. The Catholic Church episode is still on the horizon. I'm simply working through some of my declarations and some of the feelings that surfaced after my mm, divinely inspired late night listening, if you will. Dad and I are winding down season one, and as we do, we're reflecting a lot about the past three months and what it's meant to us. This week, Dad's not super excited about anything except getting back in bed and resting. He and Mom have had a bug that's pretty much kicked their butts. Thankfully, they have strong immune systems, and as Dad refers to it, God-given N.A. This two-letter acronym meaning Natural Immunity. When we pointed out that natural immunity would be N.I., Dad just shrugged and said, Yeah, well, N.I. doesn't really roll off the tongue quite as nicely as N.A., so there. Okay, so send mom and dad good vibes as their God-given N.A. works to kick out their flu bug. Now, on to me and dad reflecting about this season of daughter-father dance. All right, daddy, let's talk today a little bit about this season and season one. We're rounding it out. Is there anything that you have top of mind that you want to share with listeners that you've either learned or that you have deduced from doing this kind of experiment with your daughter? People who are joining in on this, what they enjoy or what they didn't enjoy, and some good that may have come from it in their own life. Now that would be a scale yeah, I think that's something we could look at, maybe even read some of them. And um, just to give a shout out that, that it was indeed helpful or that it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in terms of your experience, and I'm happy to talk about mine, of course, but what did you like or what was your takeaway? One, about just doing this together, but also about our hypotheses of division being optional. Well, when you presented this idea to me. I was clueless. I, you know, I've only listened to a couple of podcasts and Barb Patterson one and Madeline as another one. Barb Patterson is my college best friend who has an amazingly engaging podcast, Real Business, Real Lives. I was a guest on it a few years ago. Her podcast highlights human connection and how thought affects our life experience. And Madeline is my niece, Lyra Niemackel, who, with her partner, Alex, Host the Mushroom Revival podcast. They're a huge deal in the mycology world, and they are pioneers in the cordyceps revolution. If you have no idea what any of this is, you should check them out. Their episodes are full of science, but also incredibly relatable and fun. And they're pretty damn cute together. Okay. Not knowing what to expect, I went in with complete faith and hope that 
what you want to accomplish by doing this is that actually happens because it's uh, your intent and the purpose for doing this is commendable to be a source of reference for somebody else who may be in a situation that's not as loving or as connected. Part of your intent was to get something going on out there where people could dialogue and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, give and take, not just a uh, one person monopolize the whole narrative, but it'd be a, a joint adventure together with someone that they love or someone in the family. I didn't expect anything other than to see what happens. Yeah. Interestingly, I think that, you know, even though this is a podcast dedicated to different perspectives, you and I are very alike in that we often enter things with no expectation and we shoot from the hip a lot. And um, and as most listeners, I, I believe, can gather, this isn't a podcast or a conversation that's highly researched or we ha- come in with real talking points. Like you and I literally hit record and we go. <laughs> and I think that's just indicative of how we live life. You know, I've had to adapt to schedules and deadlines and things in my career. But as far as my innate nature, I'm very much like you. Like, as you used to say, when you do all those great things when I was a kid, you just let the spirit speak through you. And I think that has merit. I think sometimes (laughs) some of our listeners, I feel that this could have been a little more well-produced, but it wasn't my intention to do a big production. It was really literally an intent of our listeners peering into yours and my conversations, because as I mentioned, they've been so pivotal in my life. And I just always thought it would be so cool to see that you and I can have fights about stuff and still we are connected and love each other. And I sound like a broken record because I feel like I said that ad nauseum, but that's truly what my intention was and it still is. If somebody said, well, do you think your hypothesis has been successful? I literally said in the why we produce this show that we may even prove division is an illusion. Well, I think that part failed because I don't think that because we can have conversations about things doesn't mean we're not divided on them because there are many things we still are divided on. So I don't think that that was an accurate hypothesis to say we may even prove that division is actually an illusion. But I do think what's successful was proving that division is optional because what that essentially means is it's a choice. People are choosing to be divided because we don't have to be like you see something something one way and I see it another doesn't mean we have to, you know, be divided. That's a simplistic statement, but there's so much I feel like people can glean just from that awareness that division is a choice and you're choosing it. It's like being aware of anything that's not serving somebody. As soon as you recognize, oh, this is what's happening, you can change it. But until you recognize that's what's happening, you're not capable of doing anything different. Mm. In my own mind, I think you're doing a great job of presenting two different explanations or understandings on situations that arise in daily life and family life. Mm. Thanks, Dad. Have you shared the podcast with any of your spiritual group or anybody? Like, do they have anything to say about it? Uh, John made a comment, and that was, I think, from the very first one. But the other ones, they don't do Facebook and they don't do uh, podcasts. podcasts. They don't do anything like that. Yeah, a bunch of Ludites over mm. there. Are they like the uh, Formortdites? What is Formortdite? I said, you, you said something, Dites, and then I just came back at you with another Dites. <laughs> I 
Yeah. Um, but getting back to what we were talking about, uh, the new direction that you want to go in is entertaining, and uh, I'm curious about how you want to do it. To keep going would, you know, I, I feel like just just making it about division almost makes, this is my impression, so you can tell me what you think, but it almost makes it feel as though we almost have to stay on opposing sides to maintain the agenda of the podcast. And so essentially, I recognize that I chose a very difficult discussion focus, division, especially in a time that it's so glaringly on the surface of just about every topic imaginable. And not that that's new, but there's a part of me that is tired of contributing to the narrative of division. I mean, I'm a believer in what you focus on, you get. So in essence, the topic is old and passe and annoying. And having it with my hero, my dad, a man whom I totally admire and who can frustrate the living hell out of me, it isn't always fun. So if anything, I hope this dialogue gives listeners hope that they can, when they have to, have difficult conversations that don't leave them and the other person at perpetual odds, or worse, cause them to no longer relate to one another due to different perspectives. You know, I've had a secret agenda all along that's just been my personal agenda that has not been professed to listeners. And that has been, you know, I used to have these kind of conversations with you when I was little and they weren't divisive at all. Like I could have a different perspective and you would ask me more about it and want to know how I thought about things. And it's one of the things I've loved about our relationship. My secret agenda has always been that in this process that you and I would return to those types of conversations where you, I, it felt like you were less militant or less rigid. It's not a public acknowledgement of what my intention was because it was just sort of my own secret in my heart intention. But if I, if I were to look at that and say, well, did you accomplish that or did you fail at that? I would say I failed at that. Because I think what this did is it made you more militant about your stand on things. You are incredibly myopic when it comes to your faith. You see it a certain way. You see it from a certain, you know, you see it from the institutional perspectives. As far as like the next steps, I think for me, I think I, I would like for it to be just kind of rounding out what this season kind of taught you and I. What are you doing with your eyeglasses? Making sure they're pushed back on my nose far enough. So they don't give you those trails, Cousin Ed? Never a dull moment with you. I'm sorry you don't feel bad, Papa. I mean, you don't feel good. You and me both. I'm going to lay down when we get through here. All right, go feel better. I love you. I love you more. All right, I'll bye, Daddy. see you next week. Yep, you will. Same time, same place, same station. Yes, sir. Okay, love. Okay, everybody, next week, Dag and I dig into the specifics about what we've learned, how we've felt, what we loved, and what we hated about this process. We would have done that this episode, but life and my dad's God-given N.A. had a different agenda. In the meantime, check out the Mushroom Revival podcast and Real Business Real Lives wherever you're listening to this episode. The rebroadcast of my conversation with Barb is number 104 on Real Business Real Lives, just FYI. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. Stay healthy. And as my friend Christopher loves to say, have fun. You deserve it. See you next time. Mm-hmm.